Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danka together with Ziaul Raushan. It's uh, Friday, so uh, it's the day of the week where we do a bit of a look back on transfers. Yeah, it's my favourite time of the year. I haven't shied away from it. And yeah, we, we look on Fridays of the transfers that have happened. And I must say, there's only one place where everybody seems to be going to at this point. Soon is be well, not say soon, but it already is quite a holiday destination. Uh, I wonder how the tourism market there is going to boom. Uh, one man who's very concerned about the Saudi League, he was in Singapore. You've met him a couple of times. Jurgen Klopp, the Liverpool manager, hears what he has to say about the Saudi League. Pretty much the worst thing is that the, the transfer window in Saudi Arabia is three weeks longer open. If I'm right, I heard something like that then, at least in Europe. Um, that's not helpful. So there must be UEFA, FIFA must find solutions for that. Um, but in the end, I don't know in this moment what exactly will happen. It is already influential for us, for sure. Um, but we will have to learn to deal with it and that's what we do. Wow. That's a real reality check. The choice of words, right? It is already influential. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with you in terms of choice of words because it is a hairy topic at the moment. This Saudi football has rise to prominence, I dare say, in the past seven months since Ronaldo Mm. moved there at least. And now they are front and centre of everyone's thoughts. And you can see Klopp. You talk about choice of words, but even his tone is slightly worried because he's just lost two first-team midfielders to Saudi money. His captain, Jordan Henderson, as well as Fabinho, who's an important cog in that Liverpool midfield. So clearly, he's been caught by surprise by these moves. But at the same time, I think he understands that they're doing it for reasons that may not all necessarily be related to football. We've got a lot of perspectives to get through. And I thought before we continue this deeper conversation, I decided to go out and speak to some football fans and how they would feel. or Do do they feel... The question that was raises, are you worried that some of your best players in your club might leave for the Saudi League? I mean, I'm sure you're worried yourself. As you say that, I'm swallowing my saliva in my throat because Uh, this United team is just being assembled. The last thing I want is for the best players to be taken away. But it's a very real concern and I'm glad we put it to the fans. So I tell you what, first fan we speak to is Kenneth Wong, who is a Newcastle fan. Have a listen. Honestly, I don't think so. I mean, we already saw Alan. Yes, he's been the best performing player so far. But I believe in Eddie. I mean, our latest uh, buys have been really very good. Both international. I mean, we bought somebody from AC Milan. That guy looks like the next midfield general. We bought a few youngsters. One of them did well in the under-21 euro. So, uh, I don't really think I'm that afraid. I mean... Yes, players come and go. I mean, if you look at the history of EPL, even big clubs lose its players to other big clubs. So, And Saudi League does have money. And money is good for reinvestment. And, you know, so far, the Newcastle management have shown that they do know how to reinvest money. And, you know, the irony of it all, of course, is that the owners of Newcastle come from the Middle East as well. So, honestly... Looking at everything from a holistic point of view, nope, not afraid. In fact, I'm looking forward to the new season. Bring it on. Wow. I mean, are we really surprised that a Newcastle fan is not afraid of Saudi money? Yeah, it's coming from there after all. Uh, and exactly, but, but he makes he makes a fair point in terms of clubs cashing in. We've yeah, seen yeah, Chelsea yeah. do that so well in this past window alone. Just to balance their books for FFP, they've lo- unloaded so many players to uh, Saudi Arabia. It's a smart point of view. 
because I mean why not get the money and reinvest it right exactly and you you sometimes your players sell a sell by date and then when they are older a big club is not going to come for them for example mm. I'll use the Jordan Henderson example okay. yes he was 33 yes stalwart of the club but at the end of maybe his contract, he's probably going to leave for free into back to Sunderland or something like that. But now you get a transfer value and it works for Henderson because he's getting three times his salary. Yeah. So I agree with Kenneth completely in terms of cashing in, making yeah. use of the opportunity to then rejuvenate your squad. Make some money. Well, I tell you what, another point of view is a regular contributor of ours, Alvin Tan, who is a Manchester United fan. Have a listen to what he has to say. Can't we? Yes, I am afraid. Uh, I'm afraid for a few reasons. Reasons. I'm afraid because if they're in the prime and they're, they're moving to the Saudi League, uh, it then proves what kind of character these types of players are. So if they're moving at say age 25 to 28, I think they like ambition. They like the the determination to be playing among the best or be the best. Now for someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, at the end of his career, he's going for one last paycheck. By all means, I say go. I say he's done his part. He's proven to be the best and he's got nothing to lose. It's one last paycheck. So I think what Mbappe has done uh, has proven himself of valuable character because he doesn't want to go to the Saudi League. He wants to play among the best. He wants to prove that he is the best. So I would give it to him for, for wanting to stay and wanting to be in Europe and playing among the best. So it really depends on what age group they are and who they are and where they've been. If for someone who is not well known, um, going to the Saudi League, by all means, it's it may be a step up because you're going to be playing with the best, some of the best, you know. So it really depends. I would say, hopefully, that no Manchester United player would be moving to the, the Saudi League. Not wow. even Harry Maguire? <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of Harry Maguire, uh, I want to share with you another Manchester United fan who echoes uh, what uh, Alvin has to say. A good friend of mine, Robin Joe, uh, messaged me this. Okay, fringe players, I hope they faster go. Dead weights all can go. Key players, if their hearts tempted, then no point keeping them. We need to keep players who want to play for the badge not the cash. Oh, very nice. Very Ooh, nice. Robin. That might just work out as a podcast title. But, I think so. but, but, but I take his point. <laughs> I do understand why there's a question of character, right? Mm. But that, that point Elvin made about Mbappe, it's not like he's rejecting Saudi money for peanuts. He's rejecting Saudi money essentially for Qatari money for the next year. And That's then true. and then Florentino Perez money. So at that level, I feel. It's, it's just a couple of more zeros. Yes, it makes a big difference for you and me, I guess. Mm. But for them, I, I do think it's it's a bit of a different situation. And I can understand why some players are doing it. I go back to my point about the shelf life of a footballer being yeah, yeah. very short. Yeah. And they have 15 years to make as much cash as they can. No, no. I, I, and and I, I think you're onto something there. Because with Mbappe, this, this is an anomaly. You know, your Mbappe, your Neymar, whatever, right? They are at that level. Erling Haaland will face the same thing as well. Uh, but his head seems to be screwed on differently. He's, he's after different things, mm. right? Harry Kane should be thinking about these things. Mm. But that boat, my ship might have sailed. Um... At the end of the day, you know, those players aside, what we are really worried about here is the Saudi league being touted as potentially of a higher level. Then they should be treated at the same level where your FFP comes into play, 
the transfer window should also close at the same time. Are we taking the Saudi League seriously or not? I think eventually we will. As I talked about this timeline, it's only rise to prominence has been over the past seven yeah. months. So I think in due course, what Jurgen Klopp brought up earlier in terms of the transfer window having to align is the starting point. Because mm. when it closes three weeks later, if they come in in that three weeks where and they rob one of your players yeah. with the, the draw of cash, and then you're going to struggle to find a replacement. So first things first, I think the transfer window needs to be addressed. For FFP, I feel <laughs> the Saudi Football League or where it is at the moment, maybe in the next three years, in the next five years, they can raise their level a lot more to then be part of that conversation. Mm. For now, I feel just let them be. Just be that option for the players we spoke of. And if younger players want to go there because it then becomes a very attractive proposition from a football perspective, then so be it. Should we consider the Saudi League already more successful than what China tried to do? Early days, early days, but really, but they've they've got. It's not like they've got over the hill players only. You know, yes. they've got some really solid young players in their prime, and not all Brazilian as well, because and, China, yeah, when yeah. Chinese Super League went on this uh, massive Brazilian, Brazilian spending spree. Right? spree. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that yeah. point about China and uh, Saudi Arabia is always going to come up. That comparison, mm. but with Saudi, we know it's backed by the prince, the government. As compared, there to, seems to be a plan there. As exactly, well. yeah. as compared to Chinese Super League, yes, the president pushed for it, but essentially individual businesses were told to invest as compared right. to Saudi where it's coming directly from the government itself. So I feel in that sense already with Saudi, there's going to be a three-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan and we are going to see the rise in prominence of the Saudi League. What point do we actually take them seriously beyond just uh, signing top players? I mean, we can argue that they're doing it for the money, right? What if uh, prize money or do we look at viewership? Does the, do the players actually translate into a massive rise in ratings? Uh, to my knowledge, I already am aware that Singtel and Starhub are already trying to secure the Kidding. rights to the wow. league. So that's already a starting point. Obviously, people want to see wow. how well this league is doing and... Let's be honest, I'm quite excited in terms of seeing how these players do and that already tells you that there's interest, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think that will be interesting to find out. I also think the next thing we can look out for is coaches yeah. because now we have perhaps Nuno Espirito Santos yeah, yeah. as one of the leading candidates in Saudi Arabia as a coach. But when your Ancelotti's, when your Jose Mourinho's, when mm. your Antonio Conte's mm-hmm. end up in Saudi Arabia, that might be quite exciting and a real marker. I, th- I think as well, you, you look at, for example, the MLS right now, and, you know, uh, Inter Miami, who was the worst team for a while, is now the best team with, uh, you know, San Leo Messi scoring, what, five and three mm. or something like that. And people are selling out tickets just to watch that moment where perhaps Messi, you know, puts in a free kick. Yeah. Then they, they, they could be a supporter of the rival team, but yeah. they would buy tickets just to see Messi. And I think that when that happens for the Saudi League, like you would buy tickets just to watch, for example, Ronaldo play. I, I agree. And the other day, I was at the stadium, Liverpool playing Bayern. There were Al Nasir jerseys around. I kid you not. There were people Saudi decked Mane. out in, uh, possibly. <laughs> and I, I, I take that point completely. We always compare the Saudi League to possibly... Uh, copying the Premier League yeah, or yeah. the top leagues of Europe. I like the MLS example because look at how far the MLS has come right. in the past few years from when David Beckham joined LA Galaxy yes. to now David Beckham's club Inter Miami signing Lionel Messi. They have a structure not just in terms of an entertainment perspective yep. but also in terms of giving teams owners to become brands themselves. So the Saudi League is here to stay. There's no running away from it. Like I said yesterday, I hope they'll come by for a preseason friendly perhaps. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.